What's up, Philadelphia Eagles fans? Your girl is back. It is officially NFL football season, and I could not be more excited to podcast again. I've taken a little bit of a hiatus. My last episode was pre-draft back in April, and life happens. We all know that. But I am back, I am excited, and I cannot wait to talk football and sports gambling with you guys for the next six months. It's on and popping now. Um, welcome to another episode of Sports and Stilettos Podcast. I am your host, Breezy. And like I said, football season is officially upon us, and I couldn't be more excited. Let's get all the formalities and, and all of that stuff out of the way first. Please do me a favor, like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcasting platform like Apple and Google Podcasts. It provides more exposure for the show. And the more people we reach, the more people we can convert to Eagles fans and, you know, expand our fan base because it is one of the best in the world. If you are new here, welcome. And make sure you are also following me on sport or wow, <laughs> on social media. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at your host underscore breezy. You could also follow the show on Instagram at sports and stilettos podcast. Now, if you have, if you're already following me on Twitter, you know how excited I am about the draft picks that we've got, the, uh, free agent signings that we have and it, it to me and I don't know if this is if this is for anyone else but for me this Eagles season feels different it feels different and I know a lot of other fan bases are going to be like oh you guys live in the past you guys live in the past listen at least I can watch my Super Bowl on Blu-ray you know but we're, we're you know we're gonna leave it at that anyway this year it just it just feels different it's it's really giving what are the what do the young kids call it it's it's giving super bowl vibes jk i'm not even gonna put that on this team because we've already we've already done that uh one too many times but i do get the same feeling uh going into the season as i did in 2017 and um you know, the two seasons actually have a lot of similarities, but we're going to get into that in a, in a completely different episode. This episode, first episode, is going to be talking about Eagles preseason, regular season games, um, my official record prediction for the Eagles. You guys know that I do two every year. I do the reality and then I do the super fandom. And um, honestly, they're really not too far off of each other. Um give or take one or two games. So let's uh let's jump right in to it. So Eagles start their preseason uh on Friday, uh South Philadelphia versus the Jets. We you guys know we play the Jets almost every year. Um 7:30 p.m. starts and as of right now, as of when I am recording this, we do not know how long or if the starters are going to be playing on Friday. I hope that they do. I think that they need the game time reps just to get their feet underneath them because we've seen a lot of teams, well, our team, because we've experienced it a little too many, uh, one too many times, but 
We've noticed that when the starters don't play a whole lot during the preseason, they use the first four or five games of the regular season to get their feet underneath them. And honestly, I don't want to see it anymore. I don't. Um, I, I would like to see the starters do a series or two in Friday's game. I'd like to see them maybe play a full quarter um, in the second preseason game against the Browns. And then I really, I would, my preference, I would like to see the starters play for the full half against the Dolphins for the last preseason game. To me, that's a gradual increase. And I, I would feel better going into week one knowing that they played in the preseason. Lots of controversy around the way Nick Sirianni does his practices, the way he decides his um, players that are going to be playing in the preseason games. I am not a head coach, so I will leave that to Coach Sirianni to figure out. But again, just my preference. Um, it It just makes me feel a little bit better going into week one, especially since we're not going to be at home. We start on the road. So, like I said, Eagles and Jets on Friday. It's It should be interesting because the Jets picked up Jermaine Johnson, which was one of my favorite edge rushers in the draft. Sauce Gardner, who was also one of my favorites in the draft. Uh, they picked up Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, and Brees Hall, running back. So I'm hoping that we get to see a little bit of these guys. Um, I'm anxious to see how they work out in the Jets. Um scheme offensively and defensively so overall it's going to be an exciting game to watch you guys know that the the players that I was very high on in the draft I I will be watching them throughout the season just to see how they progress how they make their transition um, into the NFL because we know it's not easy some guys can just pick it up it really depends on the organization that they're in And sometimes it just takes some people a little bit longer to adjust. Everybody's different, but it should be really interesting because we had a lot of really great players come out of the draft this year. So moving on to Eagles versus the Browns. This is an away preseason game. Eagles only get one home preseason game this year. I'm okay with that. Uh, I just wish it may have been like the last one and not the first one, but... That's neither here nor there. So they played the Browns at 1 p.m. on August 21st. Um, get everybody in line for regular season 1 p.m. football games on a Sunday, which should be very, very nice. We, I, I mean, as far as I know right now, we don't know what's going on with Deshaun Watson. We don't know if he's going to be the starter for the preseason game against the Eagles, but we are going to see a, probably a lot of Jacoby Brissett, who has been doing really well in um, training camp this year. So anxious to see what the Browns do for preseason game number two um, against us. And then Eagles wrap up their preseason in Miami versus the Dolphins, 7 p.m. game on August 27th. Like I said before, I hope the starters do play at least, at the very minimum, a quarter would be fine for me. I would be extra comfortable if they played the first half. 
because then you have cut downs and all kinds of stuff. And then you got to get ready to get on the road because our very first regular season game of the 22-23 NFL season starts September 11th, 1 p.m. game in Detroit versus the Lions. And I'll get into that in just a few seconds. But some notable things for this year, which I thought was very interesting because the media, we got, you guys know, national media has not been very kind to the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, It takes a lot for them to give us props. So I thought it was really interesting that the Eagles actually have five primetime games. They play in five primetime games this year. Four out of those five are home. To me, that's absolutely incredible. And then they also play um, four playoff teams from last season. And three out of those four games are at home. So I feel like all around, like the Eagles have the advantage. It's it's literally their season to lose. Like this is such a favorable schedule. And again, it reminds me a lot of the 2017 season. But, you know, we we'll see. We'll see what what happens with this particular team and how well they gel and how quick they can get off in the beginning of the season. And now we know that the NFL added an extra game or an extra week, I'm sorry, um, to the season. So seasons are a little bit longer, but I still believe you should play decent football in September and October, even though your best football is played in November and December. You get yourself in a position where you don't have to climb out of a hole by the time November comes, then I like I will be I will be I will be ecstatic. I will be perfectly okay with how this season is going. Just stay above 500. <laughs> that's that's really all that I ask for. And honestly, this schedule breakdown and you know my win-loss predictions, which we're gonna get to in a minute is very, very favorable for the first half of the season. Um, We have a a week seven bye, which I thought was a little bit early, but I think think it'll work out. I think it'll work out. So let's get into the nitty gritty. Like I said, week one in Detroit, November, or wow. Sorry guys, thinking about my own birthday. September 11th, 1 p.m. game. I've heard a lot of people. Now, okay, so let, let me let me just start with this. The Detroit Lions don't scare me. They don't. It, it, it's, and I don't want to call, I don't want to say like, they're like a chihuahua who's like all bark, no bite, but like, they, do, they don't scare me. They don't. So, a lot of people, I, well, actually, I think this kind of went viral. They were breaking down practice one day and everybody was just super juiced up. Uh, I forget the player's name, um, but he like was very, very, very emotional in his uh, in his breakdown of practice. And, you know, I've seen and heard a lot of people saying, 
like, oh my gosh, the Eagles better be ready week one. Oh, the Eagles are gonna lose this game. Oh, they're gonna be walking into a buzzsaw kind of thing. I don't care about none of that. I don't. Because Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts and Brandon Graham and all of these leaders that we have on this team are going to make sure that this team offensively, defensively, and special teams are ready to hit the ground running when this season starts. So there's really nothing else for me to say. Eagles start 1-0. They go into Detroit. They beat the Lions at 1 p.m. And it's the start of a new era. So week one, a win versus Detroit. Game two. <laughs> now this one, I, whew, this one here, this one is special. Monday night football, primetime game versus the Vikings, September 19th in South Philadelphia. The last time that we, if I'm not mistaken, I, this is probably wrong, um, but very iconic game. <sighs> the ends of, uh, gosh. The NFC Championship game, 2017 season, we played the Vikings in Minnesota on the brink of a Super Bowl appearance. Just recounting those feelings when that game started, one, I was on top of the world because I, could, I, I, I couldn't believe that I was watching this team get to the NFC Championship game. That's number one. Number two, we win, we're in the Super Bowl, going against Tom Brady, the GOAT, and it was just, it was a whirlwind of emotions for me. After that very first series, I told myself that if this team wants to get to the Super Bowl, they will not allow another point to be scored by the Vikings. Because they scored on us way too fast, way too easy. They marched down the field like they like, like this was flag football and nobody was pulling flags. Like that's that's really what it felt like. Getting the Vikings in South Philly after that kind of dominant performance in the NFC Championship game. It's 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 going to give it's it's going to give me all the feels. It really is. But it's probably going to be an ass whooping for, for for the Vikings. I'm I'm not even I'm not even joking. I really think that the Eagles will handle business. This is first first this is your home opener. Your home opener. You cannot let this team come in here. And win a game. Absolutely absolutely not. No, 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 no way in hell. Especially the defense. This defense is not going to let the Vikings win easily. If if they do actually pull out a victory, it's, it's going to be hard fought. It is 100% going to be hard fought. 
But I, I really don't think the Vikings win. So, first primetime game of the season. Eagles win. Now we're up 2-0. Here we go, chucking along. Week three in, in Washington. The Commanders take command. Take command of what? Not taking command of anything. You have Carson Wentz, who's on a $28 million prove-it deal. Your best player in Chase Young is still recovering from his injury from last year. You know, I, like, I really, I, I've, I've got nothing. I've got nothing. And I also think they did, like, a coaching change just yesterday. So, I really, I, I've got nothing. Eagles go up 3-0. They beat the Commanders in Washington. End of story. Now, week four. This one is probably going to be a little emotional. Dougie P and the Jacksonville Jaguars come to South Philadelphia October 2nd for a 1 p.m. game. All the fields. Doug Peterson has a statue outside of the link for Philly Philly. The best play in NFL history to be done in a Super Bowl. Absolutely incredible. But the Jags, they're they're still going to get their ass kicked. So, week four in South Philly versus Jags, Eagles pick up a W. So now we're at 4-0, riding a hot streak. We are riding a hot streak. Then we go to Arizona. Now, this one was a little difficult for me to decide only because we don't know which Kyler Murray we are going to be facing. We don't know if we're going to be facing the dialed in Kyler Murray or if we're going to be playing the I can't believe I have to study film and it's mandatory Kyler Murray like I like we don't we don't know um very versatile quarterback he he can chuck the ball downfield we also he will also not have uh, Hopkins in that game because of the suspension so that's one you know uh player that we don't really have to worry about but uh, Kyler Murray can be dangerous within himself. And they were a, if I, yeah, they were a playoff team last year. So I think the Eagles pull out a victory. It's probably going to be close. It's probably going to be a close game. But I do think that the Eagles pull out a victory week five in the desert versus the Cardinals. Eagles still riding that hot streak of five and oh. Now. Week six is Dallas week. Mark it on your calendars, people. October 16th, the Cowboys come to South Philadelphia. Primetime game. And it's going to be nuts. It's 100% going to be nuts. Now, this this game, I think this game is more critical because it's the, well, it's not the first. But within the division... It, it's always it's always been between the Eagles and the Cowboys on who gets to win the division every year. So 
games against the Cowboys are very, very, very important. Like, besides the rivalry, like, you have to put yourself in a good position as far as playing within your division to make sure you have one leg up when it comes down to December and they're they're talking about playoff seeding and things like that. So, for me, this was a toss-up game. My initial reaction is that the Eagles win this game. And then they go into the bye week. So Eagles start off 6-0 for the season going into week seven of their bye week. Again, I don't know how I feel about the early bye. I'm I'm used to like our bye week being like week nine, week ten kind of thing. Um, but this it it could be in our favor just because having that early bye and then you know we're really we don't really have to travel much until December. So it could it could, it could just work out in our favor. I mean, we really we don't know yet. So um, that's just my prediction. Um, it could it could work. Um, so coming out of the bye week, week eight, we play the Steelers. <laughs> we don't know what Steeler uh, quarterback is actually going to be starting. Uh, I think it's um, I don't I don't want to say it's going to be difficult for the Steelers, but making a transition from from Ben Roethlisberger to uh, Mason Rudolph or or whoever the starting quarterback is going to be, it's it's going to be a tra- it's going to be a transition. Um, some coaches are really great with transitioning from one era of a player to another. But with the Steelers, we don't know because they've always had Ben Roethlisberger. So we're going to see how the Steelers do this year. I I don't think that they're going to be that great, but, you know, we'll see. So I think Eagles come out of the bye week refreshed, um, healthy, and I think they lay the smackdown on the Steelers and they continue their hot streak and they're 8-0. Then they travel to Houston, where they play the Texans, Thursday night football. And I wish I could go, and I can't, and it makes me so sad, but another primetime game. So we know that the the Eagles over the last couple of years have, have they haven't been terrible on short weeks. Um, for some reason, they they seem to pull it together and they squeak out a win. And uh, these short weeks, they they usually win the the game that they're projected to lose, essentially. So going into going into Houston for this Thursday night football game, I think that they pull out a victory. And oh, oh my goodness. I, compl- I I messed this up. I apologize. So going back to the Steelers, I actually had the Steelers game as a loss. Just because experience is usually key to winning games. 
and the coaching experience is impeccable for the Steelers. So even though the Eagles come out from their bye week and they're healthy and they're refreshed and things like that, they they could just fall short. And I mean, like I like I really I think this is going to be like a, a three point game, if that. So I apologize. So the Eagles come out of the bye week and they are six and one. Okay, going into Texas, playing the Texans Thursday night football, they win this game. They win. And end of story. So, um, first couple of games, so six and one versus the Steelers, first loss of the season, bounce back, short week, dominate in Texas. And they come out seven and one. Okay. Then they get to play Washington again. And, and and in my opinion, I think they sweep Washington. So whether they play in Washington or they play in South Philly, they are going to win this game. This is also a another primetime game uh, versus the commanders, South Philly, November 14th. And I think they win. I think it's just going to be too much of a a stressful environment for Carson Wentz to focus on the game and 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 give his team what they need in order to win. I just I think that it's just going to be too much for him. So we sweep Washington. Go to 8 and 1. Then going to Indianapolis, we play the Colts, Mr. Frank Reich, and uh, Maddie Ice, the new quarterback for the Colts. This game should be very interesting. Um, I actually have this game as a loss just because, again, experience, Matt Ryan. We know what he did to us when he was in Atlanta. It was it left a bad taste in our mouth. Like, it just did. And then Jonathan Taylor. MVP caliber season last year. Absolutely incredible player. You know, I just I just think that I think that the Colts can pull out a win versus us. So leaving Indianapolis versus the Colts. Eagles lose their second game of the season, eight and two. Then we have the Packers in South Philly. Primetime game, Sunday night football. And this is a toss-up. It's a toss-up for me. I know we went into Green Bay a few years ago and we won, right? But it's still Aaron Rodgers. And even though he lost his very, his absolute favorite and best weapon, I still, like, he's still one of those quarterbacks that can turn any wide receiver, any tight end into an elite player. We know this. So for me, this Packers game is a toss-up, um, and, I, and I have it down as a loss. 
I just think that it's it's possible that the team just 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 doesn't just doesn't get it just doesn't pull off the win okay so eight and three after the Packers game still in very good position um still doing well um unfortunately (laughs) you guys are gonna hate me (laughs) um unfortunately they then have the Titans in South Philly playoff team last year um they come here on December the 4th, and I also have this as a loss. Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry. There's really nothing else to say. Um, he is a machine. He is an absolute animal. The last thing that I want is to see one of our DBs get stiff-armed and thrown to the side like a rag doll. Like we've seen Derrick Henry do to every single DB in this league. I don't want that for us. So I'm just going to chuck this up as a loss. And it's okay because it'll probably be nine times out of ten, it's going to be a close game. We're home in South Philly. It's cold. You know, it, it'll it be a close game. It will 100% be a close game. So after the Titans... Eagles are on a little bit of a losing streak and they go and their the record is now eight and four. Now, here's where it gets good. And here's where honestly, like I'm really, I'm not, I'm not that worried. So the Eagles have a three-game road trip where they go to New York, well, technically North Jersey, but we'll see. Well, for for NFL purposes. They play the Giants. Then they go to Chicago and play the Bears. And then they go to Dallas and play the Cowboys. That's their road trip. Like I said in the beginning, you want your players to be playing their best football in November and December. And this is where a chunk of your divisional games are being played now. So one, two, we have three divisional games in the last quarter of the season, okay? So the Giants, I think they are a joke. And we win, handedly. So now you're looking at nine and four, Eagles bounce back, dominate the Giants. And then you have James Bradbury playing against his old team. Like there's no way that he's gonna let them win. So we should see a very put together game from James Bradbury. And I'm really excited to watch that game. Um, Cause you just, you just, you know, you just have a little bit more juice against the team that, um, that couldn't keep you or couldn't pay you or didn't want to pay you, you know, whatever the situation is. So then the Eagles go to Chicago We all know how much of a shit show Chicago was last year. Justin Fields was, he was a product of his environment. We'll we'll just say that. Um, Coaching was not the best. No real like leadership direction. Like it was, it was bad. So I think we go to, we go to Chicago and we pull out a win just because we don't know how 
Justin Fields is going to improve this year. So Eagles are now double digits, 10 and four. Then we go and we play the Cowboys in Dallas, 425 game per usual, um, and it's on Christmas Eve. Now, this game here versus the Cowboys Christmas Eve could decide the division. It really could, because it seems like it. that's what it is almost every year. So if the Eagles can put themselves in a position where this game versus the Cowboys decides the division, then the Eagles win. Like, 100%, they win. So now the Eagles go up another win. So we have them at 11-4. and four. And then they come home and they play the Saints. Jameis Winston. Um, you know, no, uh, no Sean Payton this year. So it should be, it sh- that, that Saints game should be very interesting. And then they also have Michael Thomas coming back, um, who we've seen uh, do doing very well in training camp and practice and things like that. So I'm happy, you know, I'm happy to always see players come back from injuries and and be successful. Just not that successful against us. So, you know, it, it's almost like the the you know you're 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 clapping, but you're not clapping too loud kind of thing, you know? So um and I also think this is a little bit of a revenge game because we haven't really we haven't played well versus the Saints. And we need we need to we need to end that cycle. We need to end that cycle. So I think that the Saints coming into South Philly, um, they're also a dome team. They're coming January 1st, so New Year's Day. It's going to be probably be like 32 degrees outside, if that. So I just think that the Eagles have the advantage in this case. So Eagles go 12 and 4 end up with a win and then they play the Giants last game of the season again if the Cowboys game is the one that determines the division then this Giants game does not matter but our second and third team players are not bums anymore so even though this last game of the season versus the Giants may not matter seeding wise we could still win this game with our second team players. So I have it down as a win. So essentially, okay, so let let me just make this clear. So reality tells me that the Eagles go 13 and four this season. And it's not like, it's not impossible because it, you know, they, they have the tools, they have the players, they have, um, another year under coach Sirianni and, um, and JG. And I just think that there's more, there's more of a foundation there than there was last year because they were still trying to figure each other out. It was like the longest first date ever 
You know what I mean? So now it's like, okay, like I can talk to you on the phone every day. I can, I like, we're never going to run out of things to talk about. So I think that this season they're in a better position. They know each other a lot better. They understand the schemes that they're supposed to be running. And even with the addition of AJ Brown and, um, Why do I keep, I keep drawing blanks here. Um, even with the addition of AJ Brown being a big body wide receiver, you know, it's literally just another piece to the puzzle and he fits. We see, we see it in training camp. So reality, this Eagles team is a very, very, very capable of winning 13 games this year very capable of doing it they just have to make sure that they start the season fast like i have predicted starting the season before the bye week six and oh it's not impossible so they just have to all make sure that there's that they stay on the same page that they play as a team they don't get um you know they don't let things get to them have a short memory when it comes to these games and just keep moving forward. That's it. And and stay healthy. You know, this team has been plagued with injuries for the last 10 years, if we're being honest. And to have a team go through the entire season without major injuries or players losing players for multiple weeks is a blessing. And not many teams are 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 able to say that they they're they've done that. So those those are those are my keys. You have to stay healthy. You have to stay on the same page, and and just go out there and play ball. Have fun. Like I I just I can't wait. I cannot wait. So reality, thirteen and four. My fandom. <laughs> My fandom is we win versus the Steelers and we win versus the Titans. So that puts us at 15 and 2. Everything else stays the same. Reality, 13 and 4. Fandom. 15 and 2 for the season. And we take the division. And we win more than one playoff game. And it's lit. You know, what if, what if the NFC has to come through South Philly? Nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to do that. Are you kidding me? Especially not these teams that play in nothing but warm weather and domes all year. They don't want to come to to Philadelphia and play in two degree weather. I don't even like walking to my car in two degree weather. So I know people are not going to be liking to play 60 minutes of football in two degree weather. Like they're just, they're just not. So again, 13 and four, that's my reality prediction um, for the season. My hyped up fandom record 
is 15 and 2. And it, again, it's not impossible. It is absolutely 100% not impossible. They just got to do it. They just got to go out there and do their job. And that's it. So I'm excited. I can't wait to talk about, uh, you know, what we see on Friday for the uh, first preseason game. Talk about, you know, all kinds of things and getting ready for the 2022-2023 Philadelphia Eagles NFL season. And this is going to be a wild ride. So I hope that you guys hold on tight and make sure you have your 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 soothing mechanisms handy when this season starts because I, you know we can't guarantee that it's going to be a smooth ride but it'll be worth it it will 100% be worth it and i'm excited so make sure you are following me on twitter at your host underscore breezy that's where all updates for the show will be posted and i can't wait I cannot wait. Oh, for those who are gamblers like me, I think the over-under for total wins for the Eagles this year, uh, it was eight and a half. I think they bumped it up to nine and a half now. Take it. Take their over nine and a half total wins this year because they're going to smash that. End of story. Um, I think the last time that I checked, it was at minus 120 on FanDuel, um, but this was a couple of weeks ago. So... Um, just putting that out there. Um, I should have stopped this episode like 18 seconds ago because it literally said 4133. And obviously those numbers are very close to our hearts. So, um, that wraps up another episode of sports and stilettos podcast. Let's get this season started right and have a blast until next time, everybody. Peace and love.